When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you, everybody, for coming out to the Jerk Sock Memorial. It's comforting to see so many you know, familiar and friendly faces uh, come together uh, in a moment of grief. We have a couple of, uh, of, of those familiar faces that uh, have some, some things they'd like to share with all of us um, about, about the jerk sock. So uh, first up is uh, Luce Cannon. Luce? And thanks, everybody, for coming here today. Um, I'd just like to say a few words. It, it's a very hard day, so I just need to get through this, okay? Dearly beloved multi-purpose footwear, we are gathered here today to get through this thing we call a bit. We beat off this joke into the ground forever, and that's a mighty long time. But after the expo, I'm here to tell you, we need to move on to something else. A jerk sock funeral. You let us release our never-ending happiness into you, and always held our love gone day or night. So before you burn up in a pile of smoke like Loose Cannon's house in Beverly Hills, you know the one, the tragedy in his life uses a punchline on the show. You were the greatest expo merch of all time and made a butt-hurt podcaster lose his mind, baby. I know it's a hard sock life, and things are so much worse for you than pantyhose and lederhosen, but as a growl towel, you're on your own. And as your ashes begin to rain down, go crazy. Baco, you have the floor. Thanks a lot, Luz. It's, uh, it was just, that was beautiful. Um, it's a tough day. It's a tough day for all of us. For a guy, you know, who gave us, you know, who was there for so many happy endings, this is a sad ending. Um, I don't use a jerk sock. I use jeans wig. Oh, yeah. Not cool, Paul. Not cool. You know, as much as we always know this day is coming, it doesn't make it any easier to get through. When I first met my last jerk sock, he was as white as the salt fields of Bolivia. Just a fresh piece of poly cotton blend with a little elastic at the end. Over the years, Krusty, I called him Krusty. <laughs> you can probably infer why. Old Krusty became more than a sock coming off the bench for mop up duty. He was a trusty confident as he was a spooge collector. In the end, he felt like an extension of me. But the years of DNA collection had taken its toll, and which is why we're all here today. But Saki, I called him Saki sometimes. Saki would not want us to mourn. He would want us to run down to Walmart, pick up a six-pack of Hanes gym socks, the latest issue of Us Weekly, and erect a toast. So here's to you, Krusty. 
May there be many more just as sturdy at doing what has to be the grossest job. Salutes! Salutes! You're tuned to the Cobras and Fire Podcast, part of the Decibel Geek Jerk Sock Network, home of happy endings. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined by the VIP, Louis Cannon. Louis, how are you? I'm excellent. I'm very excited to be here in the Broken Bulb Studios <laughs> yeah, first in time. St. Paul, Minnesota. Yes? Yeah, the capital. The capital, is yeah, that correct? Did, yeah, did you know it used to be called Pig's Eye, Minnesota? No. They apparently didn't think that was going to be a catchy name for tourists. So. No, I guess not. No. So they, they went with St. Paul. <laughs> okay, so St. Paul it is. Yeah. But yes, we... I am in Baco's basement. I have already done a tour of his kiss den. I am then, after this, at one point, I'm going to go look for his kiss barrels, which I think are <laughs> sealed, wall here. sealed full of other things that are uh, of endless bad decisions of bad purchase decisions. Yes, uh, exactly. Uh, a, a, Especially when when you factor in my level of personal care of these items. Yes, yes. So. Baco and his kiss money are soon parted. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, no, it's been really cool and and. You know, we'll recap. Uh, I why did I fly up here besides to be in your presence? Well, Gene Simmons was in town. Uh, he was, uh, and uh, not too far from here, actually. Yep, played a solo show last night, which we'll get into. That we uh, we met both Gene and the Spaceman, I believe. Yeah, Is he... the Spaceman or the, or the real one? Uh, well, we met Ace Freely, not the Space, not That's the Spaceman. That's yes. Tommy Thayer, right? right the right. one and only Tommy right, Thayer, right? And uh, we'll talk about that experience. <laughs> but yeah, before we get into the episode, though, why, don't, why don't you explain to the listeners about the eulogy? Well, um, uh, fami- uh, people familiar with the show will know that uh, we have a have a, well. They've at least attached the the, the phrase "jerk sock" with only us. only more recently. Yeah, definitely a lot more recently. But uh, you know, to, to, to the to it the might be our point. fault. Yeah, to the <laughs> it, 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 yes, but but before that. Uh, you know, we, we were at the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. We gave out signed signed jerk socks mm-hmm. to our our listeners and fans and just people that wanted a very unique collectible. And and the the question is, when did this start? And also, we do not want to be a one sock pony, correct? Correct. Actually, I think the way I phrase it to you is like, I don't want to be attached to the phrase jerk sock for the rest of my life. I'm not <laughs> sure I can get away from it now. But. And, and and so we're going to play, before we get into the episode, we're going to play kind of the origin of the jerk sock. We're mm-hmm. play a little clip when it first came up, which was on our Uber rock episode. I thought it was one before that. No, no. Yeah, that's exactly when it came up. Okay. It had to do with a very, uh, well, I'm just... Basically, the Uber Rock episode is my my very brief tenure as an Uber driver, mm-hmm. which now I am currently not there. I am a, a fine employed man again, but but anyway. So during that, I was dealing with some crazy crazy customers, and there's this guy that was a real just insane, and Doctor Fuckball was mm-hmm. essentially his name. Yeah, and he needed. We suggested that he might need something in the backseat to yeah, relieve like himself a, in. It came up completely uh, organically. Complimentary jerk sock. Yeah, yeah complimentary. We'll just play a quick clip Okay, of that. yeah, I'll play it. This, is, this job is giving me the example of the decline of Western civilization. I mean, mm. we are talking about there's no time that I would ever get into a car and drop F-bombs like that to a complete stranger. Makes no sense. He's so angry <laughs> that I dedicate this song. I dedicate – you don't know who this is. I mean, I get in the back of a, uh, of a cab and I just – I'm just – I ask like, how are you doing? And I shut the fuck up or I talk to whoever I'm with and that's it. I get uncomfortable when the – 
person cutting my hair wants to chit chat. That's what I'm saying. You just you just you, you you just go about that person does their job and that's it. So anyway, this guy is the angriest man I've ever met. He just is, masturbate in the back seat like a normal person. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Just do that. Make sure you bring a sock and you move on. I mean, that, that's it. I always travel with a sock. You, you need to have a little bit of a, you know. Look, look. <laughs> You're like, you, they get in your, your, your Uber pickup and be like, jerk sock? <laughs> there you go. There's just a whole pile of them in the back seat. <laughs> you got a little box with like as markers you, signed as, as complimentary jerk socks in the back seat. <laughs> just say, uh, as, you can tear, as you can see, it's the end of my shift from the pile of jerk <laughs> socks on the floor. So from so, there, we, we actually got some feedback, like uh, some people, what we like to call a spit take, but just one of those moments that all of a sudden, it, when you know, because when you're listening to podcasts, you know, all of a sudden there's that one moment that you stop and go, what what the hell's going on? Yeah, right. And apparently that was it for some people. And it came up on a couple times after that. Um, I kept it going uh, to, to your chagrin, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I to bring yeah. it up over and over again. But anyway, so then it, I was like, well, we're going to have this at, at the, uh, the expo. It's kind of a funny funny handout and it just kind of exploded from there but we want to move on for it we are more talented than just jizz growl- humor yeah jizz humor we we, are, we we use taint chode we use all kinds of better words yeah, we, than just jizz yeah, and stuff we, we like got that lots of stuff yeah but we need to move on so we're, we, we are doing a funeral of the jerk sock but but that is our eulogy but you know you watch seinfeld at some point in your mm-hmm. life right Tell me about one of the one of the the festivals they have. They well, you're talking about Festivus. Do you want to do like a jerk sock Festivus kind of ceremony? Kind of, but kind of like a Viking funeral where we just light these these socks on fire, <laughs> this uh. pile and everything like that, and and you know ashes to ashes, dust to dust, jizz to the wind, whatever you want to say. But the thing is, is that that I think this is our time to release the demons, kind of like Festivus. Mm. Uh, just, uh, airing of grievances. Airing of grievances, exactly. Yes. And then we wrestle, right? <laughs> there's no, there's no wrestling. Feats of strength. Well, the, these, uh, I guess we could, we could wrestle because that's the only thing that that is allowed in this basement. It's yeah, very, the very low not, ceilings. Uh, tall enough to do anything else. So. Yeah, I never understood why you called it Broken Bulb Studios until yeah. I came here. Yeah, has, has that happened though? Actually, oh, a I, ton. Somebody's like and, smashed their head on that. Uh, yeah, probably me more than anybody. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, and, and I could, I, I'll give you a tour later, but uh, you'll see that I've conveniently removed light bulbs from traffic areas and and replaced, found different ways to light the area. Got it. it got it. Way, so. Yeah, yeah. Like right here, for example. Oh yes, that's that uh, power source now. Yeah. Okay. Now, now it lights rope light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, very very cool setup. Um, yeah. Now both uh, this is a landmark day too because Baco saw my studio about a year ago, and mm-hmm. now I have a complete visual of where the hell you're recording. Yeah. Now <laughs> on your end too. No, no. Normally I'm not looking anywhere you are. I'm looking at that wall. Yeah, yeah. With the acoustic <laughs> stuff. So because a lot of times he. Uh, He'll know when I've left the mic to to hear like the the refrigerator moving a little bit. He knows exactly where that's at. Yeah, so now yeah. I know you yeah. have to actually leave here to get your beer. So it's yeah. more of an effort. Yeah. But uh, continue, please. Um, well, no, I mean I think we've kind of covered it. Um, it's as uh, as the 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 Coberson Fire hosts, mm-hmm. we want to give the jerk sock a proper send off while also moving on in ourselves. Correct. Which of course involves. Uh, Airing some grievances. Airing some grievances and just letting it out. I mean, funerals, you know, there's only so many times you get together with your, your family. And a lot mm-hmm. of times it's during a funeral. And and this is the time where if you're going to let your emotions go, you got to let it go. Right. Right. right? When you when you're, you're, you're in a purge. 
Purge. Another classic Cobras and Fire. How come nobody picked up on Purge? <laughs> That's right. Next year I, we're giving away. I yeah. have so many things I need to recommend you to Purge in this house. I, 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 I can't oh, even my Lord. Begin. Yeah, and you wouldn't believe, you already know there's so much that's been. So yes. imagine that. Yes. You've now seen, like, you, I can't tell you've done anything. Well, let's start. What do you want to start with? Well, let's start with you. Get into it. You're. Let's. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, I like to to take a page from. You ever heard of Miss Manners? <laughs> yes. Emily Post. Yeah. Emily Post. You know, there are social norms, people. Mm. There are social norms. There is etiquette. What's another? What's another? What's another word? Ways you're supposed to interact with other human beings. Oh uh, well, social. Um, I, I. What about social obligations? Social obligations. Oh. Sure. Um, but you know, just in general. There are rules to living amongst other people. Yeah. Now, quick question for you. You ever been invited to a party before? No. No? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, well. sure. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Did you, when you went to that party, did you, uh, you know, if, you, if, you, if, the, if somebody invited you, you drank their beer, you ate their food, mm-hmm. did the next day you uh, post about it and tell them to go fuck themselves? All the time. <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of my mo. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I actually usually <laughs> I like to do an upper decker while I'm there in their oh, toilet. You, do. you know, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. If sometimes I'll I'll if if I'm not going to do it there, I'll do under a pillow or something. Well, hold on for a second. So. so the upper decker is when you actually poop and put it in the actual. Uh, well, top I don't, part, top you, part of the toilet, right? The way you're describing it, it's like I poop in my hand. I actually like just pull the top off and drop it in there. You know what I mean? I let it do it by oh, itself. Oh, you do? Yeah, okay, yeah. you put it right in kinda there. Kind of plop her in, you know? And that's a mystery where the shit smells yeah. coming from for days. You know, and if, uh, you know, if I move some furniture around in a room... You put it in the tank. That, yeah, I go to rooms that are clearly off limits. I yeah. like to do that. Okay. Maybe okay. sleep. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> no, I get where you're going, of course. No, I don't... I, and if you did have an issue with somebody, maybe you'd send a private message to them. Or call them back in the day. Actually, a call. I can like actually that. say I've never done that. I, well, I've never needed to. Nothing's ever been that bad. Right. I, well, mean, I know. Typically, I just leave. Well, I do it if, if somebody only has coarse light. Then I, I light up a fire. <laughs> but, but you did bring other beer. Otherwise, yeah. I would have gone right home and go, fuck that guy. Yeah. Unbelievable. Terrible host. All that stuff. So anyway, there's rules to being a good host. When you invite people into your, to your home or something you've organized... There's expectations on both ends, right? Not just for the hosts, but also the guests. Correct. Okay. So do you, do you mind if just for kind of a Like don't framework? poop in the top part of the toilet. Just use it normally. Right. Use yeah. the normal part. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so do you want me to just kind of run down Yeah, give me, give me some of this, man. Okay. What do we got? Sure. So six ways to be a good host. So let's, let's just say for a scenario, just off the top of my head, let's use the, the expo as an example. Oh, that'd be a great example of yeah. uh, someone who hosted an event and invited people. Right. So there's- Maybe Chris, even paid for hotel room or something. Right. Or Air flights, yeah. flights, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you don't usually get your, your hotel room and your and your flights paid for when you go to a party. So this is like a next level party. Exactly. Right? This is pretty upper echelon. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so like there's, there's general rules, you know, if- if you're going to a party, you still have expectations of that host. So one of them is invite clearly. In other words, give all the necessary information up front, what to do, where to stay in this case, all this kind of things. Did Chris Zinzak do that? Yeah, I would say check, check, and check. But, uh, okay, plan plan well. <laughs> plan well. Make sure everybody understands what they need to bring. Um, be welcoming and attentive. How much I, space is available? How much space is available, yeah. Mm. Uh you know, look after each guest as much as you can. I think he was bouncing around all day, trying mm-hmm. to make sure things were going smoothly. Check, check, and check. Be flexible and gracious. You know, have a uh, just be the leader and the spark of the party, and be appreciative for them coming by. Does he hit all six of those? Yeah, I will. Uh, if, if he didn't hit on any of them, it would be the spark, and that was because I think he was about to have a stroke. <laughs> 
but no, <laughs> well, no, no. It was, but then he had Camaro as a spark. The man that yeah, was like, like there Camaro, you go. Camaro. The so only it's, thing it's he team. did was show up and smile it's and spark. make you feel happy. That's right. Yeah. Like Camaro, like you said. Like, um, wow. wh- what did you say about Camaro? That if you want a host, that that <laughs> say it again. If you're looking for a host that will do none of the work but take all the credit. Aaron Camaro is not available. <laughs> That's right. He's already a decibel geek. Yeah. But that guy looked like he just came off of a, of a two-week cruise. He was just all relaxed, <laughs> like getting back into work. Hey, man. Oh, God. It was amazing seeing him. Yeah. So he anyway, was, so he had, the he spark awesome. came from the, the Camaro. Now, would you like to hear on the flip side of expectations for being a guest? Yeah, I probably don't because I don't know that I'm a good guest. But yeah, go for it. <laughs> I think you're better than what you think. Yeah, of course. All right. The, the first one is easy. Tell your host whether... Again, this is from Emily Posts. Official rules, people. Tell your host whether you're attending. Done. I think everybody did that. Every Especially if, you're, if they're buying you a uh, plane ticket and a hotel room. Sure. But they. But I think everybody did that at least. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah, everybody, of course. Be on time. Yeah, we were we were there at 930. I mean, sure. and, and almost everybody was there. And after, after a, a very... Uh, Excessive pre-party night, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we, we one, were up early. We were exercising to make sure we were in good shape. We, for the we thing. did our, our our drunk cock rock episode the night before, <laughs> yeah. but we still made it. We were still alive the next morning on time. Yeah, but uh, looked good too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, maybe not me. I was. Yeah. That guy's like, I think that guy got really drunk last night. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, what, what, I mean, some things can happen. What could happen if you're a little bit late or running? Well, down? we had computer issues. Sure. Uh, we had to get that sorted out, and, yep. and we did. Um, but you can lose your space. You know, you I mean, can lose your table. Yeah. Maybe not enough space for. Yeah, because you know it's the first time this event's happening. Exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. But you we want, but as a guest, also you want to run. You want you are representing that. Event yeah, but too. you're also representing yourself, and you want to make Both. sure that you know yeah. you can represent yourself in the best way, i.e. I'm ready to record with a computer, and I have my space to do it. Exactly. I would say that. Be a willing participant. Hmm. Be gracious and enthusiastic, no matter how you really feel at the party. That's number three. Hmm. Does that apply to everybody? <laughs> I heard a couple complaints, uh, some grumblings. Yeah. No. Yeah, some people kind of hustled to get get it up. Get yeah, he really. Out. Yeah, get it. That's a good one. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah, okay. that was that was a perfect way to say that. Yeah, okay. some people hustled and some people got butt hurt. Yeah, some people got butt hurt. Some sometimes, um, you know, people got butt hurt while duck hunting, which is weird to have a to have a duck hunting butt hurt. <laughs> duck hunting is 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 yeah. extra weird. Yeah, yeah. and okay. podcasting in the woods is kind of weird too. It is, but, but you don't you gotta be innovative. Yeah. You, it's your own. We have batteries. Um, <laughs> let's see what else. There's a couple other things, but the last one is just thank your host twice. Always thank your host enthusiastically when you say goodbye. A second thank you by phone the day after the party or saying thank you on a podcast or something like that mm-hmm. could also be a way of, of doing that in today's today's world. Exactly. Um, I think uh, if it's only twice, I think between you and I, we probably covered everybody there. Um, at least I was very thankful. I, although I, you were kind of crotchety and kind of mean to everybody that day. <laughs> I don't think so. No, no, no not at all. Uh, so no, I, yeah, of course. Just thank somebody for, thank you for the invite. Thank you, you for what? thinking about me. In general, though, Baco, we're not going to name names here at all. We're just going to talk up. We're just talking manners. We're talking yeah. social norms, things like that. No bullshit. No, no, kind of just like going too far with saying how much fun I had personally. Mm-hmm. It was one of the best weekends I've had of hanging out with people and just having a blast from, from start to finish. That's my um, vibe of the event. And my whole thing is this. There's bitching and rumblings about this, that, and the other out there. The thing I don't understand is nobody in that room 
is any different than the other person as far as one thing. We're all music fans, and we all figured out how to use GarageBand <laughs> or microphone or Audacity or Pro Tools or whatever, yeah. and also learned how to upload a file to the internet. That's all we fucking are, are yeah. music fans. We're nothing more and nothing less. And the great thing about that expo is I will never tell anybody not to listen to a show. I don't mm-hmm. care if I have an issue with that person, what they've said, this, that, and the other. Everybody has their own view on what they do. And that's great. Just like I will never tell anybody not to listen to to some music. But, well, on that ahead. point, it, does that include if Polly Shore has a podcast? Because I might tell somebody <laughs> not to listen to that. That's true. Anyway, and, but to yeah, that's point. a very good point. But but in general, what I'm saying is, in that room, we are all people that are just fans of music. There together, all have our diff- different, uh, I guess, slant or spice or view on everything yeah. else on our show. So, for anybody to say. Don't listen to them because they're like the a morning zoo show. Or don't do this because of. I, I'm done. You please jump in here. I just want to say I had a great time. Thank you, Chris, for inviting us. Uh, I had fun meeting everybody, and I really don't give a shit about all the drama that came out. Whatever, like you said, these are just manners. It's just, there's just a way to handle things, and if you got a problem, you know maybe. Airing grievances on a podcast isn't the best way to go about it. <laughs> like we're doing right now? Yeah. Well, we're... No, we're, we're keeping it... We're, we're, keeping ha- it. we're talking about a sock funeral. Yes. And manners. And manners. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a jerk sock funeral and it's manners. That's yeah. what we're doing. That's the difference. So, But anyway, I, I'm, I had a blast. It was great seeing you uh, and uh, meeting Rob. Uh, and then, of course, all the people there. Can I go a little bit on that? Is it okay? Yeah, please. I mean, can I do the opposite of the earring grievances? Wait. wait. I just want to say nice things about some of the people I did meet. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, it's good meeting Joey and uh, um, Josh from Talk To Me and, well, well, Joey from uh, Rock Strikes 10, I should say. beautiful wife, Nola, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Those are kind of our sister podcasts. If if we had sister cities, those would be them. Um, But then, of course, you know, Chris and Aaron, you know, being in, you know, they kind of brought us together and, you know, our our relationship with Decibel Geek is pretty well. But, you know, Ken Mills. I try Kleenex. That is the worst idea. Yeah, you learn early on that Kleenex and toilet paper are not very uh, no efficient. And as a matter of fact, it can lead to great pain because when you start cleaning up yourself, it turns into an art project. It's like paper mache happening, and it sticks to you, and There's you can't. A off. And if you let it like dry for even ten seconds, you're in trouble. What a positive energy that guy was, just for almost everybody. Um, it just it was so cool, and to to find out the story between him and Gary that I didn't know at the time, it was it was just it was a very emotionally uplifting moment for me. And then of course uh, Matt Porter from the Kiss Room, I, I have to mention him because that guy is just a ball of positive energy. <laughs> uh, just everything about him is great. And then we we hung out with the Pods and Sods guys, probably more chatting with them than yep. anybody else. Bring us back to the jerk sock loose because it sounds like where you were going with the manners also has just a bit of reference to what we're doing here today. Yeah, it basically just has to do with the the, the, the to address um, somebody that I guess is just a, a humorless fuck or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, another complaint was that there were certain podcasters were out there signing things like they were they were uh, thinking they were a big like deal. Like a jerk sock? Like a jerk sock. Like we were signing jerk socks. Um, you know, some people were signing their, their books and mm-hmm. things like that and thinking that added value to it. Where, what was the point of the jerk sock signatures? 
Uh, more of a talking piece and a joke. Uh, I think you and I are both self-aware enough to realize that uh, there aren't a lot of people walking around looking for our autographs. So no, it was meant to be satirical. That's why it's we're signing a sock. And okay. yes, Eddie Trunk Orville is a spoof on Star Wars, Star Trek. <laughs> Just let you know that. If, if, since if, apparently those two people are the most dense people possible. Yeah. Now I didn't hear the show, but is that true that someone was actually thinking that that we were signing things, thinking we were hot shit? That was implied. Okay. Okay. Anyway, amazing. Who knew? Who knew that that, that a room full of people can cause so much drama? We're, we're, just... we're literally saying we will autograph a jerk sock, and you and, and somebody's like those arrogant bastards. <laughs> You think that that's worth a dollar? Well, first off, let me tell yeah, you that you what think we that do. Sock is worth more with your signature <laughs> on it. I'd I'd prefer it without. Thank you very much. You know, now I'm thinking we shouldn't have the jerk sock. You know, this thing is sound like it's, it's an endless endless uh, uh, supply of. Uh, I'm ready material. to move on. I know. I'm kidding. But the but but yeah, I want to let you know also what we do for our fans. Now we brought in. I spent seven dollars on those on that that twelve pack of jerk socks to bring mm-hmm. them. No, fourteen. I gave them a fourteen. Fourteen pack. We gave away. We only we sold none of. They were all given away. So just understand that we are not in this for profit. We gave away yeah, our we gave signatures, away all swag. And, I think we got the signatures and the jerk socks. We had a couple people throw a couple bucks at us. But yeah, yes, we yes. just said fuck it at a certain, pretty early on actually. Right. Like It was chaos. It's like, this is not how we even need to keep track of this. Man fans. We had man fans. Yeah. Two men on a fan. How do you take that seriously? And we're, I'm signing my forehead, which is plenty of room for it. Yeah. And I'm, not, I'm like, <laughs> and why is there, why is that not understood that that's a joke? That's all I got to say. Well, Lewis, I'm getting a little bit of podcast fatigue. And, I am too. Uh, did you feel better though? You got to. Uh, I did. I just wanted to to, um, to move on from there. Some silliness, but again, all podcasters want is for you to listen to their show. So I'm not. We're not mentioning their names. <laughs> exactly. Um, and um, a bit of farewell to the jerk sock. Thank you for all your service and Absolutely. entertainment you provided us. <laughs> Absolutely. Last. We're going to move on now. We need another uh, another uh, another bit. That'll, that will yeah. beat, it, beat we'll, it into the ground. <laughs> we'll find something. Uh, yeah. I th- we've done okay in that. Since we've been dancing around um, yes. a, a certain yes. thing, uh, let us uh, let a song kind of give our sentiment for us. It's a song by Brides of Destruction. Yeah. 
Okay, so, uh, Luce, last night we had a little fun, didn't we? We did. We went to go see the Gene Simmons solo band in St. Paul uh, at uh, CHS Stadium, which is, uh, describe it. It's a minor league ballpark. They built it a couple years ago. It's a team Very called, nice. Yeah, yeah. A lot of asshole beers there. A lot there. of asshole beer. About 20 on tap. I was really yeah. impressed. Beautiful night. Oh, God, the weather was and, amazing. And uh, why don't you break down the lineup? Never got cold, by the way. Um, no, it, it did not. It opened with, uh, yeah, you know, because I've had a few people ask about this. I'm just going to explain exactly how they ended up doing it. Sure. Uh, the Jayhawks, a local band that was some national notoriety um, in the early 90s or mid-90s. Uh, yep. They were first. They played four songs. Flip was on after that. Um, I know you, you enjoyed the song. Yeah, Freak. no, I just want to say it. So it's Flip with two Ps. Yeah. And um, they're local, I had never, too. never heard of them. I guess they had some amount of success a long time ago. But there's they a song with called Cheap Trick. Definitely Cheap Trick influenced. Mm-hmm. Uh, in both stage presence and sound, and in a good way. And they, uh, the song called Freak, just check out the song Freak uh, if you want to get an idea of other sound. But I was really impressed by them. But continue, please. Yeah. Um, uh, so we weren't sure how some of the stuff was going to happen. But anyway, no. Cheap Trick was next. And they played about, what, six songs? Does that sound right? Six songs, including a song that, that uh, I guess maybe you did or were not completely. It's like one of those things you've heard for a while. But yeah, that I song didn't know it was them. That Gotta Raise Hell song, which is. A epic song to play in a opening set because it's like, like ten minutes long, yeah. and um, I thought I thought Cheap Trick. I'll go into the second. I thought they were, they might have been my well. There wasn't the highlight, but they they exceeded my expectations. They're perfectly rated. Yeah, but they exceeded my expectations as far as um, playing that night. Well, as you know, I've seen them multiple times for free, including, and continuous. You night, still yeah. have seen them six uh, times now for free. <laughs> that's five, I believe. I, okay. I think I said five previously, but when I counted, anyway. Um, yeah, they they sounded better than I've I think I, I remember ever seeing them. So. That's the thing too. This stadium, and I was really happy to oh, hear yeah. from the opening bands. I was like, Gene is going to sound great tonight because the mix was perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah so. I mean for a charity event, they they yeah. got the the right stuff going. Uh-huh. Um, and then it was uh, Don Felder came out with Gene's band and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, for the most part. Did he fucking play This Guy Is Crying? I don't know what he played, but he should not have been the one right before Gene. It should yeah, have gone Cheap him and then Gene. Just because of the energy. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, actually. I don't I, care how many uh, awards that. It, but it's not him. It's not even his band. It's just him. No. So Cheap Trick should have He's not even after. playing, like. He's playing songs from a band he was in. Right. You know what I mean? And, and not songs that he was the singer for. So, no. you know. <clears throat> It would have made more sense if he would have just joined Cheap Trick for a couple songs or right. something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then let Cheap Trick play longer. Regardless, these are minor complaints. It yeah. was still at this point. I mean, that's, that's, tons of tons of music within you know well, two hours. And, about, you know, yeah. It's going very efficiently too. Yeah, yeah. And then not a lot of changeover between nope. the sets. Nope. Uh, and then of course the headliner Gene came yep. out and uh, Ace really joined him for three songs. I had ten songs counted. Did I miss any? Is that all he played was 10 songs last yeah. night? I mean, I, I guess. Yeah, so, so I'll go into that in a second, but why don't we uh, rewind and, and about what we did first? Well, we uh, we were, uh, of course, we're very important people. And this Absolutely. Was, we are this VIPs. This was acknowledged, so we were mm-hmm. uh, in the VIP meet and greet. Yeah. I mean, we went there, and we went to the ticket. We didn't have tickets. I went up there, and I said, obviously, we're very important people, so please give us passes. Give us give us uh, what, Lanard. Lanyards. Lanyard. I always got that wrong. <laughs> Who came up with that word? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, give me that thing that you hang something on. Uh, and uh, then we're meeting the demon and uh, an ace, right? Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, you, you probably saw the pictures on our Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, very, very, those are the outtakes. I can't wait to see the official ones. Have they been posted? Have they posted yet? Check. Uh, not that I saw, and I couldn't find it, like even like where they were saying that this would be coming. They better be there or there will be hell to pay. Because anyway, I, I spent I, a lot of not, not money. Yeah. Any uh, money. But to do this. But... Um, I mean, people had to pay two fifty each to do this. 
There's no way that everybody in that line paid two fifty each. Well, because we know that, the guy right in front of us didn't. No, and, and, and it had to be several because that would have been there's probably three hundred people. Yeah, close to in him. line. They weren't paying two fifty each. So a lot of these things must. There have been would have been comped. a lot of angry people. Absolutely, because if they the, were if paid for it. So meet and greet in my in my view because I've never done one. Um, is my image is that it's some kind of conference room that's in indoor. Mm. And that there's kind of well, there's a, a backstage area typically. Backstage, sure, that's what I mean. But it's inside, and you know they have a backdrop of some sort for you to take your picture. But that in this, there was it was said that it was going to be all the different bands are going to be there too. And so I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'll be able to say hi to you know Cheap Trick or whatever like yeah. that. And this, but in this, it was it was what was it? You it was lined a buffet up. line, and you get everybody in one picture. That's it. Yeah, even if you don't want Nothing Don Felder in the picture, you have yeah. to crop him out. If you want, but by the way, all the pictures will show us some wide views. Rick Nielsen looks like he's just amazed at the sun. He is staring at it like he does not well, he's understand. He's an old man who's like, "Why am I in the sun?" Yeah, and he is. He looks just confused in in every picture. But the other part is, is that you know, it's a good. I hope he wasn't outside for the eclipse because he would have just died because he was looking directly in the sun every single picture. Just take a look for your for your amusement. Look to the right of every picture and look at Rick Nielsen's confused yeah. face. Yeah, um, but it was very fast. But Gene did get some uh, some Baco uh, manhandling going on. Yeah, he pulled got, my ear, and, and uh, he also tapped me on the shoulder, t- shoulder, and fist he bump. Did fist bump, and uh, shook Ace's hand, and you know, Ace really liked my shirt. You know, that's I right. You are groove. Hey, I don't know how to read, but those are some nice. <laughs> that's a nice font, and there's lots of stuff in a weird order. I like your shirt. <laughs> I don't know what if that's an Ace impression or not, but that's that's we'll count uh, Ace. Okay. But um, I don't know. I, I wanted to ask you about, and this maybe goes into maybe if we're talking about the vault later too, but uh, maybe about fandom. Um, would you ever pay for? for would you pay two fifty if it wasn't that setup? Would you pay two fifty to do a meet and greet if it was a little like, bit like what, what what we probably imagined it would be? Yeah, no, me either. No. I don't know what it is, but it's interesting that that people want to pay for this. I have never had a desire to do these. Like I was there, I was just like, "What? Are, what is going to happen? Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's." Yeah, have life- you seen some of those uh, the the meet and greet photos of Kiss, right? You know, and they always the <laughs> band looks like the last thing they want to do is take a picture with you, and I'm like, "That's enough to d- dissuade me." But no, I mean, come on, why should I have to? Look, I know we're not friends, but I'd rather meet you organically. It just doesn't mean that much to me. Yeah, you know, right. But for some it people, way. it does. It, it just kind of amazes me about it because I was doing that, and actually with a line. At first, <laughs> talk about what a dick what if, I am. What if you were one of those guys, though? I mean, what? with my sensibility, anyway, it would be difficult for me to take, what is a kiss, meet, and greet, a grand? I don't know. Right. Something, something What's like a grand? That. That's when you get, like, a little private concert. They do, like, yeah, the okay, five songs, enough. acoustic. It would be difficult for me to take that money and then meet some of these people and then have them kind of spill their guts over how much my career has meant to them, which a lot of people do. Right. That would really taint my You're ability. you on the receiving end. Yeah, if I was one of the, if I was Gene or Paul. And now, granted, I'm not Gene and Paul. I haven't dealt with this in my entire life. I might have an entirely different perspective, but from my end, it would be hard for me to have somebody damn near break down in tears, tell me how much what I've done as a professional meant to them, and then take $1,400 out of their wallet. But you know how you avoid that? Don't take it. No, cattle call. Come on, let's yeah. go, let's go. We were in line. They're like, they're like, who here wants to put two people in a picture? Who wants there's like an auctioneer? Yeah, like, people who go ahead of us. Hey, does somebody have four people? Four people, you get the front of the line. Let's get these motherfuckers through. Yeah. But, no, but the best part about the VIP. You hey, for free, it. which is what we paid, oh, it was great. Give me a break. High five on no that. No complaints. Give me a break. <laughs> 
I'd do it again. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> but you, you know what I would want even more, though? Every VIP needs to end with, with uh, Gene and Ace jumping on a golf cart. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That was like... I ran like the paparazzi trying to get a good picture yes. of that. I saw him getting on and I'm like, okay, there's never going to be... A, there's nobody... I mean... When are you going to get a picture now of Ace and Gene in the same room, but on a fucking golf cart? That's gold. And Gene was also doing the old man, the sun is in my eyes. <laughs> he had his like, VIP pass like covering, like trying to, hey, check out our Facebook page for Ace and uh, Gene in a golf cart. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. But anyway, back to the back to the music. Oh, it was great. Um, you know, um, you, de- you disappeared because you were in your zone. I just let you go. Uh, well, actually, Did you get up close? I, I no, I stayed where Amy and the the girls were, okay, but we got uh, lost. I went to the middle for a little bit. Okay, uh, and then I came back out. Uh, I I really got into the show, and the funny thing is, like Toomey texted me like around eleven thirty last night. Yeah, and and he's like, "You got to be just on cloud nine or something like that, right?" And at this point, honestly, I was no longer that. I was now in the like, you know, the set list could have been better mode. You know, <laughs> it's like right. you know, but in the moment, man, and. and this is my band and this is my guy. I haven't seen a Kiss member perform. Oh, I think Ace 2009. Yeah. Oh wait, no, I saw him a couple years ago. But Paul yeah. 2006 was really cool. But it's been a while, and even Rock and Roll All Night. As much as I don't need, I would have never put put that on a set list myself. Hearing it live, I got into it. I enjoyed it. It was a great night, and, and like you said, it sounded amazing. But of course, you know, within an hour and a half of the show, I was kind of coming back to earth, and then, then you know the reality of like. Eh, you know, I may pick this song instead of that one, you know, but, you know, all that yeah. nerdy right. over fandom thing. So. Well, sure. From my, my whole thing about it was is that if Ace had not been part of this, yeah, I would have actually said I enjoyed Cheap Trick more. Okay. Is it, and what I mean by that is that, that the – I'm assuming that, that because that – first off, here let's get to the, 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 the meat, and that is that Ace jumped on stage about halfway through the show or near the end and played Parasite, which I basically just <clears> – <throat> I know we got rid of the jerk socks, but if I had a jerk sock, I'd, I would have filled it right there with that with that performance. I love Parasite and having him do it and trade off the vocals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I know you can't stand Kill Jin for whatever reason. I love. I, I'll never. I'll never tire. As of that long riff. as they keep the tempo up on that, I yeah. can dig, dig it live. Yeah. Um, uh, Kill Jin. Then of course they did uh, Shock Me, but and that was just like that. Those three songs. Just I, I still remember just being like. It just blended together. It went by really fast. Here's the thing I have an issue with Gene. It wasn't that he sounded great. He looked like he was having fun. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, the set list could have been better. They only played like two deep tracks with Radioactive and... Um, Charisma. Charisma and stuff like that. And you know, I was thinking maybe part of that would have been because of it wasn't like the club show. It was sure, a it was a charity event. We kind of figured it was going to be like yeah, that. Yeah, it's more like that. So that's not the big deal. Um, but the, the main issue I had was seeing the Gene Simmons band highlighted so much how Paul could never be famous without Gene and Gene can never be famous without Paul because Gene is not a front man. He is not even a good front man no. in any way, shape, or I don't need to see the stuff he said, said there would have been creepy when he was 29. <laughs> I don't need to see a guy out there talking about his getting, getting a schmeckle gonna, and a pretzel and stuff like that. And, I was going to say, you don't think schmeckle is a good term to be <laughs> uh, re- beaten to the ground by a front man of a rock band? No. That's what I'm uh, saying. He's just, he's, he, and it was extra creepy when he was talking about other just but it showed me what an art Paul has even though when he's talking about I mean listen if Gene says doesn't understand that saying schmeckle is ridiculous yeah then that that explains why Paul doesn't understand why um lick a lot of puss is not is not ridiculous <laughs> you know it's both I mean you follow up lick a lot of puss with schmeckle 
these are the two. Lick a lot of push. Schmeckle. Schmeckle. But uh, anyway, but his in between, that's what. He also my does only the duck face too much. The duck face, but also just the the one song and stop, like like Kiss does a lot of times, that, that kills me. But he just says, just go. Carry on. That was it. No, they sounded great. That, that By the way, I think that, that, and please counter all this, I think Gene's voice sounds as good or better than it ever has. I wouldn't say as good or better, but it, it's For held, somebody, okay. it's it's held, held up. Right, and yeah. I understand it's a complete different range than Paul and stuff like that, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. he just executes. He's up there. He looked healthy. So did Ace, too. They looked like they were just full yeah. of energy. And Although some of that um, weight loss that Ace has been bragging about, it, it, I think it was one picture that maybe it was the right angle because he was not as felt as that one photo no. that got the internet going. He's going back to kiss because he's skinny. No, but he definitely didn't. No, he look, looked better. He looked, he looked way very, better than I seen him a couple years ago. Something has been... Mm-hmm. Is more, more healthy, a little with more both flesh of them. tone to all that. Just everything. Just, just, just he what I'm great. saying, like, like you can tell people good are too. in a good zone or not yet. He, he, well, his vocals were, yeah. were ace, but uh, but yeah, he played played very well. Actually, and, and he parasite, played... th- what, what parasite did parasite, parasite. <laughs> but but just, it's I don't a know, German. Parasite. Anyway, get him out of there. Um, <laughs> but but it showed me like just that simple riff that he's playing only he can play that the way it's supposed to sound because it's more sloppy yeah and like if you're like you know if it, you, know, it's, you know what i'm saying i do like you can totally that's why i love hearing that, that no track. it was great i so. i uh i knew that they weren't gonna play like strange ways or or you know like hard times man imagine if they did come what? on that would have been playing what up. strange ways oh sure you're a bit cool yeah. yeah i mean i i just does he play that in this solo show yeah no, he I don't. Does. I don't know if he still does a lot, but I, I've, I've seen, seen him play it once. Yeah, like, I've seen him play it a bunch of times. Yeah. but uh, whatever. It was great. Great, great night. The Excellent weather, lineup. Friends. Weather. He. I, I don't know why they didn't play longer. Again, these are small complaints and everything like that. Yeah. Um. Because I thought they were going to play Gene, like just 11. about an hour, right? Yeah. yeah it's a really short set. Yeah. But uh, but what was played was great. And uh, and again, Rock and Roll Residency is his backing band. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, oh, I also liked it when they were all lined up, like all six of them, during the shock me part. When yeah. They were doing the make me feel better. Yeah. It was, it was, it was just cool how they See, did now it. I'm like thinking of that moment, just, you know, yeah. like, like God, well, there's so cool. Plenty of videos out there that you watch. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, um, won't be the same. So, what do you want to play? Let's play a Paul Stanley song. <laughs> oh, what's going on? What do you think oh, about Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, I did want to ask you what you know, you know what's happening now, of course, because Gene can't write a song with Ace without people going, this is going to happen. And the same thing when Paul was in a music sure. video with him. Sure. But, you know, Paul's also a bitter old man. Um, and Very he hates so. not being in control of the kiss thing. He can't like this. And by the way, I, I did want to say one other thing t- towards the Paul end. It showed me, I think, more than a Paul solo show of the, I mean, if Gene had played more songs too, but it's, it's, you know what I mean? Like an all Gene show and an all Paul show, you still feel like there's something missing. Yeah. Because of the perfect blend of having the balance. Yeah, no, they're, like, they're a great like uh, the, team. It's a it's a good yin and yang uh-huh. where, where something's missing in both ends when you have that the balance of all Paul songs or all Gene. Yeah, and Paul put well, no, I, we Paul did put more of it of like he can pull it off more than, yeah, than Gene definitely. can because of more of the depth and styles and stuff like that. Because Paul's upset, well, let's appease him by, by featuring a song of his. You know. You hate Paul Stanley. Pick a song. So, so uh, okay. So you're saying just because uh, we just talked about Gene and A, so we now it's play a Paul song. So he does. So he calms down. So he's not yes. angry about the intention not being let's on. Let's keep him off Twitter for so a while. So what, what's going to happen is he's going to be angry. Then he's going to find out the Cobra <laughs> played a song. Can I just pick a random one? Yeah, pick one. Silver Spoon.
Tough Guys playing Silver Spoon. Absolutely. You know, it's funny. In the 80s, I was having a little bit of writer's block, and then I opened up my drawer, and there were all my silverware. And I looked at it, and I said, that one's nice, and it's very shiny, so I'm going to make a song about it. <laughs> that is uh, that is an amazing way. Uh, the, how to get out of writer's block. Well done, Paul. Thank you. I got to go now and, <laughs> and go, go yell at myself in the mirror. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh. So, what do you want to talk about now that, that you know... We really, really need to tone down the kiss on the show. <laughs> but we're going to do it again. We're going to finish this one off. We're going to do a Gene Simmons show, so it's allowed. But we've yeah. really tried to go. Pa- we're going to throw some other music in here, too. We're done with that. But what do you want to talk about next? We have to, because it's right connected to it. It just came out last week. The vault you're talking about? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will, have you seen all the, the the pricing breakdowns? Yeah, why don't you just do a quick recap for people yeah. completely unfamiliar. From the top, there's three, right? There's yeah. the top, the middle, and the... Yeah. Okay. Well, for what it is, if you don't know, it's like a 38 pound uh, suitcase that looks that's designed to look like a a bank vault or a small vault that you would put in your house. Has 10 CDs of Gene Simmons unreleased demos. Yes. Uh, a doll. I, I understand that these are, the, book. These, these are the ones that couldn't make the album asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Um, well, for two thousand dollars, Gene will allow you to purchase airplane tickets and uh, maybe stay in a hotel somewhere, and then you can fly there, and you will get five minutes of uh, time between you and Gene Simmons, and and he will personally roll the suitcase of CDs. <laughs> he uh, does manual labor. Yeah. He, uh, so you're saying, okay, so the, for $2,000, I get to go to, well, I don't have to fly if it's in my town, but there are certain towns where he'll be meeting you at a hotel in a room. There's 21 cities around okay. the world. Odds are, if you're doing this, you're going to be you know, doing some travel or gotcha. driving or whatever. Gotcha. All right. I mean... It's not. I think the closest one to me is Chicago, but so you yeah. meet him at Holiday Inn. He rolls the shit out, spends five minutes shaking your hand, taking pictures, signing anything but guitars. By the way, okay. Um, apparently that's the big no no. Oh, there's no merch yesterday too. Oh yeah. Continue. Um, next level. The next level is for twenty five thousand dollars. You can fly to one of sixteen cities. I think it is. Don't quote me on that. Uh, and you get to spend an hour, $25,000, by the way, mm-hmm. you get to spend one hour with Gene in a studio where he will listen to some of the tracks with you and talk about it. Oh, the producer's experience. The producer's experience. And then roll the suitcase over to you and say, here you go. Now, in that scenario, is this that the vault is already done? Or are you actually going there and saying like, hey, I think you need a remix on track number 75? Mm-hmm. That's a good thing you brought that up because uh, included in the $25,000 price tag is that you get executive producer credit, uh, which he will also then stamp into the the vault somewhere that you were an executive producer. Okay. Kind of like Fact Bastard likes to call himself an executive producer. Fair enough. Which means he does nothing. Yes. That is what an executive producer is. Executive producer has money and opinions. Correct. Yes. So $25,000 gets your name on there. Um, okay, next. And the last tier is for a measly $50,000. Okay. Gene, now in this one, you can stay home. Oh, so, good. So for you know twice the price, uh, you can just wait for him to come to your house where he will... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. He will sit on your couch for two hours <laughs> and contemplate his life. <laughs> and of course, roll the suitcase of CDs of old music, unfinished songs, yeah. right to you. <laughs> and you can invite twenty five friends, uh, but if if your wife and children are there, they are included in the twenty five. So now, if, if he has, if, if he has uh, on, on all these tiers. Uh, 
tears, <laughs> tears, <laughs> tears are falling yeah. uh, uh, of, of, of participation in the, in the vault. Um, is there a way that it says like he's going to bring it to you, right? Yeah. Like if he has an assistant pushing it, do you go, oh, contract void, <laughs> yeah. get an assistant, yeah. you yeah. fucking I, lazy guy. I will hand deliver each one <laughs> to you. Uh, have you watched some of the videos like where he promotes it? I, I have made a meme out of one of them. Oh my god! The one, the one where the the family is ecstatic <laughs> that Gina showed up. <laughs> yeah. I think it's that might be the most well portrayed moment where. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, the guys. The there's, like, there's, like, there's like a bald the guy and his wife, and the kids are between them on the couch, and Gina's sitting on there, and there it's like he's a fucking like. Uh, uh, it's like Christmas. He's about to unveil what's inside the vault. And the dad is touching it, looking at it. <laughs> and the wife is so happy. He's looking at his family like, oh, my God, this is great. And there's like a kid like in a tie-dye shirt like, who looks like, you know, this is why I don't get to go to college. <laughs> That's right. He goes, hey, kids, fuck your college. I have I have the demo of bitch, burn, bitch, burn. I mean, I, I mean, you know that he's going to open up the vault and then hand divorce papers over at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. But I guess on that one, you're supposed to, to invite 24 other friends. Yeah. So well, you can actually split it, two grand each, and have a wait, party. In that exact scenario with the wife and two kids? Oh, I'm sorry. Go back to that. You can uh, invite 24 other friends or... Uh, you can include them, <laughs> and then twenty-one other friends or okay, something. Okay, okay. The math break, something like that. They have to be included. But um, the, the the one that I honestly I liked even more than that. And you know how like we've talked about how growing up Gene seemed cool, and but we as you get older you start yeah. to realize he was never cool. He's just a creepy Jewish guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The scene because he's like, we're gonna have the biggest party you've ever had in your <laughs> life, and then they show a scene of people like with empty red solo cups. <laughs> Dancing and then like I'll play I'll I'll maybe pick up a guitar and play and then it's like the most awkward you know <laughs> he's like at his knee on a on a couch and he's just kind of barely holding a guitar and pretending to play it it's like can you imagine like having a party there though and and just like <laughs> putting disc one in from 1966 <laughs> when he was like living with his mom and recording uh, on like a, a, a like whatever a voice recorder or something like that and just like yeah. hey, here's some party music I like my bullfrog yeah. what, what are some of the earlier songs he has called like oh, my, yeah. my, my brother the whale or the raft <laughs> or whatever it is oh my uncle the steamboat <laughs> something like that yeah yeah he, uh... let's get this party motherfucking started <laughs> Just proof the guy has no idea what a party is. No, it's like uh, last night. He's like, he's like, be careful driving. Uh, alcohol doesn't mix with driving. Actually, alcohol doesn't mix with anything because I don't drink. Here's cold gin. <laughs> Unreal. But it's like, I who produced these videos and like, did he, he greenlit this? Like, these look great. <laughs> this will this will make somebody pay fifty this, grand. <laughs> this is like some of the worst. I mean, yeah, and, and it's like it's all tied around like. Don't pay attention to the price. Uh, it's about the experience of being with me. Go ahead. So that's the breakdown of the tears. As and you can my see, tears. I have my own tears going <laughs> from laughing. Just uh, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, whatever. Oh my god, it's hot in this broken bulb studio. I oh tell yeah, you it was. It's a, it's a warm day here in Minnesota. It is it last is. day of summer. It's gonna be ninety tomorrow. So that's mm. that's your weather update on the Cobras and Fire. 90, there you go. Ninety tomorrow. A slight change of rain. I'll just ask you real quick. Would you do any of these tears? No. Nor would I, and I think we already discussed it about the VIP thing. It's yeah. just not something that's important to us. Uh, we joked about like um, 
uh, doing the fifty thousand dollar crowdfunder, mm-hmm. and then the people that like we were only going to have one tier, fifty thousand dollars. Yes, like, <laughs> we just wanted one person to spend fifty thousand dollars to hang with you and I and Gene, and we <laughs> could watch right. Jeopardy or something. That'd it's be like, great, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, it says on the FAQ too that like Gene will not do dishes. <laughs> Does it yeah. say that? Yeah, there's like it has like FAQ for all the three tiers, but it has a general FAQ. And it only has two questions, and one of which is not, are you going to offer this in a reasonably priced package? You know, it's like, that's the only question everybody has right now, and that's not on the FAQ. Yeah. You yeah. clearly know what you're doing. Yeah. No, but... Uh, anyway. But anyway, so they go, and I guess... Uh, Okay, so you wouldn't do that, but there are people that will. Of course. Isn't yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. apparently the I heard first the, sales yeah. were 130 the first day. 131,000, something like that. So it's not that much money, actually. Well, I mean, it's, it, well, it's the, 41 people doing the 2,000 and two people doing the 25 or something. Right, right. Yeah. But I get it because if you were to release an album right there, it wouldn't have sure. as much and stuff like that. But, that, but I'm pretty but, sure he hasn't actually made any of these, by the way. Uh, this, no. this really, speaking of crowdfunding, this is really more what it is. He's crowdfunding the, the project itself. Yep. Uh, he'll collect the money then because nobody gets this stuff till like next year at right. some it's point. It's the same yeah. thing as like a Kickstarter. Yeah, he's doing himself yeah. without paying uh, Kickstarter. 5%. He's just not calling it that. It's the Gene Simmons Vault Experience. Right. So anyway, the, the episode <clears throat> that Craig uh, Craig mm-hmm. Smith does is it's about fandom. This specific episode. Okay. And they're talking about like the, the fandom, and I never thought about this before, where it's where sometimes I think to myself, why the fuck do I like this music so much? Sure. You know what I mean? Like, why is it so important to me? Why is it so important to me? Why is this? Why is that? And, you know, like er, er, these days. We actually, I think, come, you know, I've gotten to know you a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, We come from different avenues on, on why it's important. We carry on. Yeah. But, but like, uh, uh, they're talking about fandom in general, where at one point it was, be, it was bonkers to be a crazy fan of something. Uh-huh. But no, there's so many things. You're a crazy Star Wars fan. You're crazy this. There's entire festivals like Comic-Con based on being a huge fan. Where now it's, it's a, yeah. go ahead. No, I mean, it just reminded me on something I engaged with on Facebook today, even like uh, like trying to explain to people why I think Lady Gaga has no business calling herself a metalhead. But it's almost like things have gotten too big, you know, uh, like like you're right. It is. Everybody is a fan of something now. Now it's almost like a, like a, you, you can brag about something that you used to get made fun of. It's like, oh, my God, I'm such a Star Wars nerd. You know, I mean, I literally got, you know, I mean, being a Kiss fan and a metalhead, there was times in my life where moments, I should say, it wasn't like just it was not the thing that made me attractive to people. Well, no, it, it's it still isn't. <laughs> what I'm saying by yeah, that is well, that. Well, I'm older now. Accept- I don't care. Well, no, no, but- exactly. But I'm saying like like for the average. It is more person- accepted to be a nerd or something. Yes, you know? I mean, yes. look at Big Bang Theory, that kind of thing. Right. I, I know what you're saying there, but but they're saying like, how does this happen? And they they brought up this great point, um, and I can't remember her name. That's on the that's on the show, but she goes a lot of times this this thing that we're so into replaces something very important in our life, like family or this or something like, and, and it becomes just as important as that thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it and gives then, you more joy, probably, right, or something like that. Like it's a substitute where that's all of a sudden you're. And I was like, well, I you don't never... fight at a jerk sock funeral with with family. You know, with, with, <laughs> I mean, true. sorry, with a with a Gene Simmons box set. <laughs> it's all happiness. That's right. So if you want to hear an intelligent conversation, don't come here. Listen to that specific podcast. Yeah. You'll really find it interesting. But anyway, he was kind of just breaking down why he thinks it's valid for him to do this and why and the this and he's basically the, the funny part is, is like if you ask for any rips of these fucking things, you're not getting any of them. <laughs> About when he gets the box set. Oh, okay. And he's like, don't ask me for 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 a Dropbox. Well, like, if you if you spent the two thousand dollar yourself 
Yeah. Uh, of course. I would be exactly the same. Well, and that's the other thing, too, that I think is kind of genius about it is that people are going to be more prone not to mm-hmm. share it online because of the investment. It's almost like a psychological thing. Like if I bought, get something for 15 bucks, I can share it with my buddies. I give no fucks. You're if right. If 2K, maybe it's going to get online. That's valid. I mean, it's getting online. It's going to be online eventually, but I think it won't come out as quick. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with the whole thing. And, um, and his whole thing is like, like if somebody wants to spend that, and they don't want to spend on their this, that, and other. It's it's fine. You bought, you have a pinball machine. You have this. Mm-hmm. You have that. different things like objects. Sometimes are more. Yeah, the pinball to cost me close to two grand. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. And so, but again, it. But when you look at this, it that on the surface, it's still fucking ridiculous. Yeah, the, the, the I only and the end product I guarantee is not going to be very good as as far as yeah, the, the the quality of the song. It's going to be like oh, oh yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. It, it there's going to be at most a five percent hit rate on on that on that. There's going to be seven good songs on that. Yeah, whole thing. I, I would enjoy it uh, regardless of the quality, just, just because be, just because I'm so invested in in his I know, career. I know, I know. Uh, I have only one thing I think that I actually have an issue with, and then just one complaint. Okay. Um, but uh, the thing, um, the pinball is a great comparison. Because uh, what he's basically selling is the songs, the music, his career, right? He's pretending it's about meeting him and all this stuff. But p- what people want, what what his fans really want out of this is the music. At least most of them. At least the people that... that the people that are will will drop the two. I the think 25. it's more. I think it's that they want more than that, though. Uh, well, I think that's why they want us. They, they're willing to pay it. Fair enough. But, but in a way, okay, whatever. Okay, he he uh, is selling ten CDs. Sure. Okay. Uh, how he wants to package it and all that stuff. The pinball. Let's put it this way: they they have the new pinball out, and I think they, there's a six thousand dollar version and a ten thousand dollar version. And there's a reason I don't have it, and there's a reason that people do that want it do have it, right? Okay, sure. But I don't think there's that many people. In the scenario with with this, that that I don't think too many people like put themselves in a financial situation that wasn't healthy to buy the pinball machine, and I think plenty of people will do that for this box set. Right. Uh, enough that Gene should should take a little bit of a moral check with himself and say, "Well, I that's kn- what I think so too. I think there actually should be a financial uh, uh, disclosure before you buy it, mm-hmm. <laughs> saying, yeah. here is my position. This is how much I make per year." My kids yeah. are educated, stuff yeah. like that. Because someone and, who can afford the fifty thousand, uh, you know what? Someone who can literally afford the twenty five thousand yeah. dollar one probably doesn't need to pay to meet Gene Simmons. That part is true too, because okay. he's probably in that group where you can just meet him at a restaurant that yeah. he goes to and yeah. spends five hundred dollars on a meal. Yeah, you're right. Someone who looks at twenty five thousand like we do a hundred dollars. Right. There aren't a lot of people right. like that, and that is almost. And and by the way. The pricing, as much as like you know, like I'll listen to the pods and sods things. I don't have a problem with anybody doing it. If you want to spend the two grand, I think two grand is something anybody can manage. If it they, was actually kind of like a devil's advocate episode, where it's yeah. like saying it's not like saying I'm validated for doing this. He's not even saying he's going sure, to do it 100. Sure. He's like, here's the reasons why it, I might do it, and then then she was like saying, here's why this might happen psychologically of you doing this. It was really interesting. Yeah, but they, they it's punitive. To his core fan base. Yeah. His core fan base does not have $2,000 to spend on a box set. Nope. Okay. And, and and to me, that's the more the complaint. You know what I'd rather spend $2,000 on? Almost anything. Drinking with Jesus. Here's Drinking with Jesus by Fozzie. <laughs>
Flacco. We've covered it. We covered the Gene show. We covered the vault, and we said goodbye to a dear friend. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the jerk sock. Oh, the ashes of which we will be bringing to the Rock and Pod Expo too. So uh, next year, instead of a jerk sock, you'll get kind of like what do they call that? The, the Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. We'll we'll uh, <laughs> we'll be rubbing well, jerk sock ashes or, on or your forehead. What's the thing where they where they walk by with the things? The oh ash, yeah, the, the like uh, handle them. They go Dasni, Snorlange, Yeah, we'll do that too. We'll yeah. do that too. We'll walk yeah. around with it. We'll still yeah. be as annoying. We'll just have different props. Yeah, right? so yeah, and you'll see a lot of people walking around with uh, jerk sock uh, ash on their forehead. <laughs> That's so. right. All right, so let's do it. Let's get out of here. All right, rock's not dead. It's hiding in a basement in St. Paul. Very low ceilings. <laughs> I've hurt my head many times. <laughs> and you found it. Good night. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.